0: Welcome back to the Tribute Games podcast, the Tribute Games podcast is a podcast recorded here in the studios of Tribute Games here in Montreal. Uh, It's pretty much your look behind the scenes at a video game company. This is pretty much what we talk about when we're at work, talking about how uh, the games are being made and stuff like that. Uh, Talking to you right now is uh, Yannick Belzil. I'm the social media manager at Tribute Games, and I am also the writer.
1: Uh, I'm Dom2D, I'm a game designer.
2: Uh, Justin, animator, game designer. Uh,
3: Jean-Prasse, and the programmer. And co- I'm one of the co-founders. Yes. Unfortunately. Yes, yes. <laughs> our... Yeah, Yeah, the new guy.
4: Yeah, I'm uh, Andy. I'm a programmer for Tribute. I just started here. Yeah, Yeah. welcome to the company, Andy.
0: Justin, last week uh, we left our uh, listeners with a cliffhanger talking about how uh, you steal something from a a launch, from a comic book launch. You stole something. I didn't
2: steal something. What what happened? (laughs) I returned something that uh, I appropriated. Uh, We were at the Gotham Academy... uh, Academy launch party.
0: Yes, uh, it was one of our usual co-hosts, Carl Kershaw, usually uh, he launches uh, uh, the first issue of his comic, Gotham Academy, a couple of weeks ago, and he can't be here today because he's he's finishing up issue two, so he's real busy right now. So there was a launch for that comic like a couple of weeks ago, and you did something unforgivable.
2: Well, yeah, we were all pretty soused. Yes. And uh, they had an issue of Batgirl number one.
0: Uh, number 35 of oh. the new Bad Girl uh, comic. See,
2: it just goes to show how much I knew or even was aware of what was going on. So they had this lying around with a bunch of other comics, and I was just leafing through it. And then for whatever reason, I just had it on my person. I went to go take a piss. And then when I came back, uh, Brandon... The
0: uh, the co-writer of Gotham Academy and Bad Girl. yeah,
2: Brandon. Got up to the mic to a crowd of people saying like, Ah... Uh, I don't want to alarm you guys, but someone stole Batgirl, (laughs) so
0: and uh i was not supposed to have it it was not supposed to be here i only brought it as a treat for a preview but now someone stole it yeah and then the crowd just got real ugly
2: they're all like boo (laughs) they just wanted to kill whoever had it so i'm freaking out
0: and i'm looking and you are next to me and we're all pretty sensible. i i just turn around and look at you and you look at me and you show it to me and you're like i think i have it i have it and i didn't know
2: so yeah uh Waited for like things to just kind of cool off, and then just you know discreetly walk up to Brandon. I'm like, uh, you might want to have this, and he was relieved because his biggest concern at that point was really just that someone you know amssgrade with it and scanned it online a week before so yeah apologies again that was really dumb but uh They're fired uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> not the first time um but uh, yeah that was a uh, that was fun though that was a fun party
0: yeah, yeah for sure we should have one as well for whatever next game we launch which should be your game indeed yes yep how is the uh, curses and chaos going this week uh, justin
2: good strides yeah we're uh still knee-deep in making levels my goal Is to finish all levels by the end of the month. That's still, yeah?
0: And what does uh, making a level like entail? Oh,
2: it's just, it's not as fun as you think it is. It's just a lot of tedious placement. I mean, we've, I think we've gone over this before, but it's just like you, you have to do it really like in small doses. You have to add, add, test, test, add so it's like you can't go long stretches without testing it so it's it's a slow moving process this
0: sounds tedious but the
2: game will not be tedious is <laughs> no, that right that's right we, we we make sure we go through all the tediousness for the fans so that when they play they're like this is great yeah so yeah it's 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 a process but it's going good so yeah hopefully end of the month that's done and then we can spend the next two adding whatever little content needs to be done and testing and balancing and all that good stuff
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. Don, I wanted to ask you, but also uh, Jeff right now, because you're here, and uh, we finally have a programmer presence uh, on the podcast. Like uh, We talked about like making the prototype for your upcoming game, Don, but I was wondering if you two could talk to me about like how does it happen Like when you think about stuff, and then how does it how uh, what do you do next uh, Gf when you program like what happens what's the back and forth between you two and how that's working when a, when a prototype is taking shape?
1: For, for this prototype we I think we really just try stuff out and see what works and what doesn't and what's exciting and what what isn't. Uh, and GF is super quick uh, to uh, to implement all those things. Uh, I don't know if it's hard for you or easy, but it seems really easy. On, on yeah i think from the outside
3: it's it's a weird process for this one because uh, it's kind of new grounds for tribute at least so yeah we're really iterating and uh modifying the game design as we go so um yeah it's uh, an interesting interesting process yeah
1: but it's it's it, it's all from the uh it all comes from the fact that we're using the mercenary king's engine so you don't have like that big part of work to do at first, I guess.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, we, we at least start off with a um, template. <laughs> Not a template, but, like, more of a base that, like, we're familiar with. Yeah. And that allows us to really iterate faster and, uh, yeah, make changes quicker and... Yeah. Try, try yeah. some new stuff, too, like
1: we're we're doing with the procedural stuff. Like, we, we're going to try to push it a little bit further than uh, the usual linear level structure and all that yeah that's
3: the part that's kind of scary (laughs) (laughs) it's uh we've always done like more conventional games where we actually build all the levels and we can easily test the levels and know what the outcome will will be and uh toying with procedural levels you really have to rewire your brain and like try to figure out like what the possibilities are going to be ahead of time so it's not always an easy task to do yeah and are are you
1: scared of the uh, potential testing problems that we could have
3: yeah that'll be your job (laughs) (laughs) i'm not too worried about it but yeah it'll be different obstacles that we'll face so that's that's the scary part, I think. Yeah.
1: And I, I guess it's it's good in the way that um, we have more work now to figure it out. But later on, it's gonna be so much more content for the same amount of work or less, even. Yeah. I
3: think. But what about you? Like, what do you think? Like, how do you see that as a game designer? Like, we don't really have like design documents or anything, or they're really bare bones. Just guidelines or whatever.
1: Yeah, well, it it fits more my, my philosophy of, of of game design, which is just find what's fun and find the fun as soon as possible and work on that instead of planning for this huge thing that you don't know what's going to be there and if it's going to be fun at all. So I think we're we're doing great where we just like for example the this the, I don't know if the feature is going to be in the game, but right now it's it's in it's a slow mo feature that we just added in like five minutes and. That was kind of improvised, but I could not have planned that in a document because it was just like, Hey, maybe we should just help the player out with a slow-mo button. And there it is. If you, if we had a document of, and a list of things to do, we might have just skipped over that because we had other stuff to do. So it's, I don't know. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be more, uh, organic. I don't know. It's just going to be fun. And that's, that's my, my goal for this game. Just have a fun experience, fun, fun, uh, game that's not infinite but nearly infinite like we can uh, the player can go into levels and see different things every time and it should be it should be amazing
3: I think it's really interesting because even our first draft the game right now has nothing to do with it <laughs> and just by playing with like the initial ideas we had we already were able to like scrap ideas and yeah. like find new ones that were even better yeah. and so yeah it's a uh, cool process it's kind of like a long game jam i guess yeah yeah it's great uh, i love it i
1: love that and that's really your background too right yeah that's that's most of the games that i made by myself the let's say the good games that i worked on were all like game jam stuff or like short-term uh projects like maybe made in a month or yeah like that.
2: so this is is this the longest you've worked on one game at a time or
1: oh no i worked on l- longer games but they were not like uh interesting indie games or more like licensed stuff or contract work
2: or boring (laughs) (laughs) no we love that stuff too yeah but
1: but uh, yeah i I think this one is is going to be long but it's going to be worth it because you guys can help us uh can help me create like a ton of cool content like steph right now is is uh, started doing uh, sketches and all that and i can already see like how you and and um, yannick and and steph are going to contribute a lot of interesting ideas to this project which mm-hmm. which we usually don't have time to do in a game jam because i'm usually the only artist and designer with mm. two programmers
2: yeah and that's going to be the, like one of the coolest parts in the development too is because like you say we're reusing a lot of assets mm-hmm. and you can really see the potential still but mm-hmm. when you have like the in-game stuff the actual content oh, yeah, it's going to be like wow okay i can really see where this is now because like even the other day you did a, like a mock-up and from the beginning of the day to the end, there was, like, nothing at the start. And by the end, there was this whole fleshed-out screenshot. And it was like, oh, wow. Like, you can really... It, it's its really amazing still, like, how even just, like, a, a fake screenshot can, like, really bring yeah, it or, all together. Or just the, the sketches that Steph
1: does or the levels that I'm doing now. I, we know that we're going to scrap all of that probably because yeah. we want to move on to the next iteration. But that's pretty exciting to know that... This is a starting point only. And right, we're gonna go to like like even, you said the last time beyond. Uh, yeah, where no one has gone before or something.
0: Even if you, d- you we know that we don't use that, it's sort of a uh, it's it brings a, it's like a, a blanket, like knowing that a lot of ideas are being generated anyways, and from like that big old pile, like maybe two or three are good, <laughs> and then they're, they carry on further on. Like that's the uh, like. That's a funny thing like we did like last week is that you and uh, Stefan just took a desk from where it was like, and <laughs> pulled it in the middle of the room and we all sat, uh, we all sat in the middle of the room and started uh, sketching or writing stuff or like just did proper brainstorming as opposed yeah. to before where our brainstorming was just watching movies, yeah. <laughs> man, watching movies and taking notes. But uh yeah. then now it felt like a, more than the actual like putting our hands into uh the oh. paste as we were giving it... make its shape
1: it it was because the few weeks before that we were doing research in a way like mm-hmm. thinking about it and thinking about where we could go but this this time it was both physical and also like abstract in an abstract way connecting all of us together to, yeah. uh, to see what the project actually is in our heads together what what we can uh, kind of glued together from all of our ideas and, and directions yeah and it was it was fun it was great
0: yeah we seem to have found like the, the main like backstory for a character if it owns yeah. uh, the idea for the the, the character and what mm-hmm. he what he or she wants and uh, mm-hmm. uh how the character will go about it and just finding that type of stuff is exciting because mm-hmm. then it it pushes you into different uh, decisions for, like, what are the bad guys going to look like and what their environments are going to look like. So it's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, and we, we I think we found the... We're going to talk about it in more clear words at some point, but oh, yeah. uh, we found the, the badass thing that we want to do in the game and the yeah. the, the badass theme, the, the cool, fun, awesome core idea that we can build upon. and
0: Man, we're great.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. feel
0: like we're, we're all good. pretty excellent. Half the the back game room. This is
1: cool podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's one of those back padding podcasts where it's, we just put our backs, in. it's pretty great. It feels great. Back, uh, I. Invite our, yeah, well done, Justin. An
3: actual backpack. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks.
0: I invite any, uh, any uh, listener to uh, pat themselves on their own back. See how it feels. I think it, it feels good when you do it. Uh, we got a couple of uh, listener questions. So, um, and one from uh, at Tyrades tire, tire Galore. He, uh, he asks us, like, what's our. He thing? or
2: she? He. Okay.
0: He, uh, he, it was a picture of a man with a child. I assume he is the father of that child, <laughs> if I remember the picture correctly. Our or a really, really, really child.
2: Yeah, or a wife who's really proud of her husband.
0: Maybe. It's yeah. all possible. And uh, But that th- th- that person asks us, what's our uh, what uh, are your guys' um, favorite games this year, whether they're AAA or indie games?
2: Oh, how about we do one of each? Like, all right. Uh, as far as, like, indies go, mm-hmm. I got to give it up to Shovel Knight. That game's the shit, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> good review is just a good no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, it's it's one of those games we've been following for a long time, mm-hmm. and when it came out, it's like it delivers in spades. Oh jeez. <laughs> I'm sure That's that joke's uh, never been made, but uh, no, it's really good. Uh, it's really close to our. our kind of goals and and inspirations to Yep, exactly. And we met them, they're nice folk. Um, And also, I guess then from the other side, like playing Smash, like that's a big AAA that had been in development for a long time. Mm -hmm. That's fun. But
0: The brothers Smash.
2: The brothers Smash, yes. yes. The Smash of brothers. And uh, yeah, so I don't know, like those
3: I'd say are like
2: the kind of Bookends Indian AAA that I've been playing this year.
0: What about UGF?
3: Um, I think I'll cheat a little bit with, <laughs> uh, Guacamele. Like, they released, the uh, yeah. Lux Edition recently, so I think it still fits for this year. But, uh, yeah, it's been, um, or, I don't know. I really enjoyed, like, the game. It was, uh, great Metroidvania, if I, if I may say that. Don't um, it. And yeah, the mechanics were like super tight and super funny game. I like
1: how the uh, the the new mechanics that you unlock are both both traversal and combat yeah. abilities. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, great. It,
3: it like kind of simplifies the formula, but it, it's super tight. Really well done for AAA. I would say Destiny. It's kind of like the Borderlands that we should have had. It's so much better, and it's super fun to. Gather new guns, new armors. Uh, yeah, it's a really fun game. I've been playing old games. I'm
1: still stuck on the Spelunky and all that. But I guess for I don't know, AAA might be Smash these days. But I don't know. I haven't played. I don't. I, I don't have a PS4 yet. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck on the PS3, and I'm waiting for good games to come out. But there's nothing coming out. So I don't know.
3: Nothing is here.
2: <laughs> what about the indie stuff, though? You must be like.
1: The indie stuff is—is is there's some good stuff. Uh, we well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> there's some good stuff, but nothing comes to mind right now. Uh, what about that virus game? Yeah. Oh, is alright. It's pretty good. What about that right. virus
2: game you were playing the other day? Virus game. You were playing Doctor Mario. No, <laughs> it sounded worse. It like you were playing like a virus that you had to mutate. And the goal was to infect the world, but, like, oh, that's Guatemala old. would been sealed off or something. No, that's
1: an old uh, iOS yeah. game. Uh, Plague, oh, yeah? Plague yeah, Inc. No, what's, what's the name again? Plague Inc. Oh, yeah, Plague wait, Inc. So that's not a that's new game. No, no that's old. Uh, but it's still, still a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: But it was released recently, I think, on PC. So yeah, it's,
1: it came out on Steam, uh, yeah. I guess. That's good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Andy, what do you think? Well, let me Give me some time to uh, come and put a game in.
4: Um... Yeah, so, I don't know, this year is kind of weird for me, because for a while I haven't really had a lot of time to, like, sit down and just, like, play games, I guess, um, so for a lot of the time I was playing kind of, like, older NES, Super Nintendo era games.
0: Would there be, like, a, a, an old NES or Super Nintendo game that you discovered this year that you really hadn't played before?
4: There's a game that I've tried to play a ton of times and basically gave up from, like, the first you know, five minutes or so, and that was Castlevania III. Um I don't know. It's a very frustrating and punishing game, and, like, I, I decided I was just going to play through all of it, even though, like, I was, like, fed up with it. I was just like, nope, I'm going to keep playing it. So uh, I just took, like, a weekend and sat down. And I'm Yeah, I'm kind of glad that, like, no games do that horrible, awkward stair mechanic that was in Castlevania. You
1: mean the like, the, the
2: slow climbing of the stairs that you're really stuck on?
4: And, yeah, you know, you're like stuck on the stairs. You can't like, jump on them, and like
2: up and attack is your sub weapon. So
4: yeah, like you end up turning around, and like go up the stairs. Yep. So that's no, terrible. I don't know. It was like interesting to just kind of play through it because it's like it had some neat ideas, but it was kind of like squash underneath like kind of bad control scheme
1: i, I found a funny game yeah <laughs> contender for indie of the year i would say uh crypt of the necrodancer that uh, game is amazing it's uh it's basically a dungeon exploration game like like the good old roguelikes uh turn-based kind of strategy games but this one is is on a rhythm so you need to always be moving on the the beat Hmm. and uh it's all themed around like dancing like the the floor starts uh, flashing like a dance floor and it's uh the uh, the music gets uh the music changes also like if you get into a shop and the the music is blasting the the is going to start singing on the track uh it's i don't know it sounds like fun. a party yeah it's kind of a, it's kind of a party for a, a genre that's been a bit tried for a while so hmm. it's it's pretty good
3: you play with a DDR pad?
1: Or <laughs> I, I played it once with a DDR pad, but I suck so much at it that I, I, I stopped, and
2: I, I use the controller now. Uh, su- wait a minute. Yes? We forgot somebody. Me? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I
0: barely play anything, so there you go.
2: <laughs> what have you been <laughs> playing this year?
0: what i've been playing this year
2: legend of zelda
0: yeah just legend of zelda that game we played last week um that shooter that weird uh, oh yeah we col- played jamestown yesterday. yeah a, jamestown last week that was a, that was a lot of fun i, I like you know, the old-timey meshing of uh of american history and colonial revolution war and shooting games and <laughs> mars and martians and martians, yeah. And martians. Yeah. yeah that was pretty fun you could that's the kind of idea that you can tell it's Totally coming from a crazy passion project because it's such a non-generic idea that someone really had to push through. Like, I'm gonna mix this part of of history with Martian invaders, and then the Spanish are going, the Spaniards are going to be on their side and stuff like that. And uh, like yeah, John a- Smith isn't there, but there's no Pocahontas as we've seen. Yeah. There's manly dudes with long hair and then pioneers. It's a good time.
1: So, so basically, what you're saying is you should be playing more games. Too, I should be playing
0: awesome. more games all the time, but <laughs> right. I'm trying to be more creative about my stuff. That's good. I, I, that's actually good. I should do that too. That's about all I do when I have that's free
2: time. Still cool though that you picked up on games with a shoot 'em up though, because like that's like a. Classic type that I don't know. I, I love shoot 'em up. So,
1: but co op sh- co op are great. Like we played three players, and it's insane. Oh yeah,
0: it's yeah, great. it's a lot of fun. Again, huh. I, I'm not I'm no resource because again I don't play games as much as all of you guys, which is shameful, and I will be better at it. But <laughs> it, it was just a lot of fun, and it's I feel like again I, unless I'm playing a really old game, I enjoy. I just like playing more of a thing that's in groups that everyone's in the same room now. Yeah. It's just, I guess, the, 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 you just want, I just I, I enjoy it more when it's playing in a more social way now.
2: But, you know, it's even fun, too, because, like, I think at everyone's lives at different points, they play a lot more or they play a lot less. And it's always fun to see people at different points in their life where they're at, and like the jump off points where, like, someone's like, Yeah, I've just lost interest. And it's like, Well, what's the last thing that you played that was good? And then, reversely, when someone's like, Yeah, I haven't been playing games as much. So, what's the first thing that you played when you picked it up again? Like, I find those things really, really fascinating because uh, you kind of put your finger on the pulse, you know, of like people in general, like how they're playing games and what's catching on and stuff.
0: I'm really looking forward to have, like, when it comes out on console, like, adding a Smash Brothers evening, like for the new one, like because yeah. so, again, I, I don't have a 3ds, and I and of course the, the fun of Smash Brothers is everyone is on yeah. the same screen, and there's trash talking, and there's frustration, <laughs> and <then> there's highs <laughs> and lows, and
2: uh, yeah, and it's a much more sort of like party atmosphere kind of game too. Yeah. Like you know, you don't feel as frustrated at a loss when like some bullshit smash orb comes in and like yeah. someone just grabs it and like. Right, dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but know. it's fun. Like you don't feel as like um, I don't know. It's it's just a little bit more light and casual. Mm-hmm. Although it's not at all a casual game.
0: Not when you play, because then you <laughs> man becomes beast.
2: Yeah, uh, you, but uh, playing it on the big screen is going to be good. Because as much as I love it on the 3DS, uh, yeah,
0: it, it's sort of born on the TV, and it's although I am I'm sure it plays really well on the on the DS. I mean, it's such a big canvas yeah. of. You want the screen to go wide and someone being smashed all the way across the screen.
2: Yeah. So and it's gonna be cross play too, so I can't wait to see how well that carries over, you know, after a month of playing it on 3DS.
0: Yeah. Uh, as a question, we also have from uh, at Hunter Tremell, who's a big fan of free games. He asks us like if any of upcoming games will have uh, support for the Steam Workshop. So, I, I Curses and Chaos is not gonna have some, I imagine. And I. Don't
3: Kings has some. Has yeah, some for translation. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing, but we decided to toy with it briefly, um, mm-hmm. just to see how it goes. So, yeah, it, right now it's only for like if you want to have a look version in spanish or some other languages whatever people decide to translate the game into uh unfortunately it seems like no one really cares about it so uh yeah it really hasn't picked up so yeah i think we need to kind of design the game around the feature a little bit so it really works well especially like our tools are like they work, they're they're not bad, but um, yeah, I'm always a bit wary to like distribute them just because yeah. um, we don't really have time to support people with mm-hmm. with our tools and all that stuff.
1: We, we might look into that for uh, for levels for for our, the game that we're making, but uh, yeah, I don't know the cost of it yet. So
3: yeah, I think it would be cool to think of something else, maybe that's. Like not necessarily levels. Like mm-hmm. sometimes the obvious choices to do levels, but I don't know. Um, extra content or like weapons or yeah, or
1: custom equipment. skins and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, hmm. like
3: like um,
1: people are, have been modifying Spelunky these days with like someone someone did a Metroid skin for Spelunky stuff like that. We uh, could yeah. maybe open that up to Steamworks. Uh, see what happens.
3: Yeah, uh, and it's also hard for like Warhammer Kings, for instance, since it's a multiplayer game. Like it's just so easy f- uh, for people that like toy around with our levels and then like cheat their way through yeah. it or whatever. So uh, like we didn't really have the time or resources to r- really think her it. Like if it's a single player game, I think it's, it'll be less worrisome yeah. uh, to actually give out the tools
0: and cool. Uh, our last question comes from at Melius who asks us uh, like after a year, like what does the Steam, uh... What the Mercenary King uh, fan base on Steam looks like, and uh, if if I'm to follow from the boards, uh, right now it's uh, after a year it's it's pretty quiet. Uh, people chime in to uh, uh, complain about bugs, which is pretty fair. But there is a persistent asking for Scott Pilgrim on, uh, Steam. Which (laughs) we have
2: no control over.
0: (laughs) Which, yeah, we have no control over. We wish we could make a Scott Pilgrim happen on, the on Steam, on PC, but sadly it is out of our hands. Oh, Uh, I'll just
3: note though that, like, our fan base was super awesome at the start of the game. Mm -hmm. Like, during early access, we had one guy, um, named Prophet that that guy, like, was entering bugs, like, super, uh, well detailed with the repro steps and, wow. uh, screenshots and all that stuff. And he even, like, um, made a list of, like, the, the bugs that were still in the game. So it was, <laughs> it boggled my mind that this guy had the time and, uh, and the desire to actually help us this way. So I, I don't know. I need to give props out to, like, people that helped us out during uh, early access.
0: Yes, we thank you and love you.
3: Weren't there people that were also, like, porting it to other languages? Wasn't there, like, a uh, Chinese? Yeah. There was uh, a pirate version that was done <laughs> of our game. They actually translated the game. Uh, I think it was Chinese. Mandarin or, Chinese or yeah. version. And it was really insane because they had to, like, reverse engineer our <laughs> file format, which <laughs> oh, is man. not, like, a, that much of a big deal, but it's so like required a bit of work and they even like edited some of our textures to, uh, <laughs> like add their logo and wow. a bunch of stuff so it was crazy uh, like I didn't want to like send people over to that version but like, since it was pirated but that guy deserved uh, a pat on the back <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, unless anyone else has something to say I think we'll end the the podcast right here mm. so uh, thanks for listening there will be another episode next week uh, uh, hopefully no, you know what? There certainly. will be, certainly, another episode next week. So uh, you can find uh, us, uh, the, the company, at, uh, at Tribute Games uh, uh, on Twitter. Uh, but uh, how about you guys? Where can we find you on the internet?
3: At uh, Dom2D on Twitter. Uh Justin underscore sear.
0: Eggboy Color.
3: Nice. I'm JF Major with a zero instead of an O. Damn you, JF Major. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Does the original JF Major do anything on
3: his Twitter? Oh, man. He's awful. He's just... Like squatting that name. Uh I hate him. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we have to do something like, like free original GF major or something and yeah. like that. get that going. Uh, you can find me at Yannick Belzil. And, uh, again, if you been, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can, uh, write a review on iTunes because that gets us more seen and gets us ideally more popular and get more people in the podcast. If you have uh, questions, again, you can, uh, find us on Twitter at Tribute Games or, uh, on Facebook, uh, uh Tribute Games on Facebook. Or if you want to write us an email, for comments or questions, you can write to us, uh, info at tributegames.com. So uh, that's pretty much it for this week. Thank you for listening. We need a sign-off phrase at one point. Hmm. Next week, we'll have a really good sign up phrase. And, right? hope, and that, hopefully, that should be yeah. our sign up uh, phrase. Yes. Just
3: always, next week yeah. is going to be good. Yeah. This week will be sauce.
2: Sauce. sauce. sauce.
0: Sauce.
2: All right, thanks everybody. Sauce. sauce.